name of the Father, who so loved the world that he sent his only Son, in the name of the Son, who came to our world to redeem us, in the name of the Holy Spirit, whose presence brings us life and light, in the name of our triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, to our God be glory and praise, both now and forevermore. Amen. On this holy day, we gather in awe, preparing to worship the Christ child. As we consider the birth of our Savior, we recognize our great need for him. We confess before God and to one another that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We examine our lives according to the perfect law of God and recognize our many sins against God and one another. In humble adoration, we bow before Jesus, the sinless Lamb of God, who was sent to be our substitute, sacrifice, and the atonement for the sins of the whole world. Lord Jesus, for us sinners, you became a child. Since we could not fulfill the Father's just and holy will, you fulfilled it for us. We bow before you, humbly confessing our sinfulness that separates us from you. We repent of our sins in thought, word, and action that so often oppose and neglect your righteous ways. Forgive us our sin, that we may be reconciled to you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. On this Christmas day, I announce good news of great joy to you. For Jesus' sake, I, as a called and ordained servant of God, forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, he has paid your ransom. You have been reconciled to God. Rejoice. Amen. Thanks be to God.
be with you. Let us pray. Gracious God, we celebrate this day of our Lord's birth as a fulfillment of your promise of redemption from sin. We welcome you, Jesus, as the Savior of the world and the Lord of our hearts, who now lives and rules with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. You may be seated. Christmas carols. Seems you can't go very far before you hear one or more of those around this time of the year. Go in the stores, you hear the Christmas carols. You turn on the radio in your car, you hear the Christmas carols. At home, you turn on the radio, you hear the Christmas carols. And that's not a bad thing. That is a wonderful thing. But when we gather in God's house, there's something, I think, a little more for us as God's people. These are more than just nice songs with familiar tunes that make us feel kind of good around this time of the year. Because they are songs that tell the story of Jesus. And they're songs that tell that good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Those songs tell the beautiful story of the first Christmas from 
many different perspectives, from the perspective of the angels, from the perspective of the wise men, the shepherds, from Mary and Joseph, and they tell that story for us so that story can once again live in our hearts and then shine forth in our lives. These Christmas carols have been written by Christians throughout the ages who have been deeply touched by the Savior and who have been deeply touched by that story of Christmas. And they contain rich theology and they contain beautiful words of scripture set to music. Those songs, therefore, have become timeless foundations of our faith. So today we proclaim Christ's coming to one another as we join that long history of Christian people singing our traditional Christmas carols and proclaiming to one another as we do so that Christ the Savior is born for us. The first carol this morning is an old Latin hymn written around 1700, Adeste Fidelius. O come, O ye faithful. We're used to singing that song first on Christmas Eve like we did last night because it's an invitation. Come, oh come, all you faithful. In a very personal way, you are invited to come and to witness the birth of the Savior, Jesus Christ. And how, are we ought, to come, how ought we to come? Well, you listen to the hymn writer. Joyful and triumphant. Triumphant, because finally our victory has come. Our, our deliverer is here. Our triumph. Come bursting with joy. Come in spirit to Bethlehem. Come and see him in the manger. Come and see the Christ. And then, come and sing. Sing with the angels. Sing with the saints in heaven. Sing. And what ought we to sing? Well, the angel tells us that. Sing glory to God in the highest because he has come to earth. Greet him with songs of praise. Yea, Lord, we greet thee, born this happy morning. We greet him with our triumphant songs of praise, and we give all glory to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We come and adore our Savior.
Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. So we come to Bethlehem too. This next carol was written by an American pastor in the late 1800s. And the picture that he paints invites us to come to the city, to the city of Bethlehem. And perhaps this was the, kind of the same view that Mary and Joseph had as they approached that little town of Bethlehem. And the carol writer paints this picture for us, this picture of that little town. Now listen to how he describes it. O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. It's a quiet city, a small city. There is really nothing significant about Bethlehem. They don't dream big in Bethlehem. Not like in Jerusalem or in Rome or the other big cities. They dream big there, but not in Bethlehem. In fact, in Bethlehem, they don't dream at all. It's dark in the streets of Bethlehem. Yet in those dark, quiet streets, there is light because the light of the world is there. And hope is there because our hope, Christ Jesus, is there. It's fascinating how God works, isn't it? I mean, the, the greatest moment in all of history happens during a quiet night in a sleepy town of Bethlehem. And not a whole lot of people pay attention to it. No ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. That's how the Christ still comes, you know. He wants to come to us. And that's our beautiful prayer in that second verse. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in. Be born in us today. O come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. O little town of Bethlehem, we sing two verses.
the birth of Christ. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Think about that night in Bethlehem for a minute. Now, one of the best-loved carols that we have is written in Austria more, about 175 years ago. And it tells of that night. The hymn is really a lullaby, silent night, holy night. It's a beautiful song to lull a child to sleep because it's a quiet, tender song. It's a lullaby because Mary is holding baby Jesus in her arms, rocking him to sleep. But it wasn't quiet for long. There's this loud crescendo. Angels sing and shepherds quake and glory stream from heaven afar. And the announcement is sung aloud, Christ the Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. And here we stand in wonder and amazement. Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. It's a miracle. It's a glorious and mighty miracle. As we stand in wonder, we sing it too. Silent night, holy night. We stand to sing.
You may be seated. The angels. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. Many who sing Christmas carols are kind of content to think and sing only about the baby Jesus. And they're perhaps unwilling to think of him or, or they don't perhaps think of him in any other way. They don't give a whole lot of thought to who Jesus really is. But he's so much more than just a baby. He's Lord. He's the promised one. He's our Savior from our sin. One of the 6,500 hymns written by Charles Wesley in the early 1700s is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. And he knew that Jesus was much more than just another baby. He was delighted to write about that. Jesus is the fulfillment of all the Old Testament. He is the Messiah that God promised from the beginning of Scripture. Listen to the rich theological language describing Jesus in this hymn. He's more than just a baby. Glory to the newborn king, a king who brings peace on earth and mercy mild, a king who reconciles sinners to God, a king who brings joy to all nations, a king who all of heaven and all of nature proclaims as God's Messiah. Jesus is God, veiled in flesh. Jesus is our Emmanuel, God with us, born to raise each child of earth, born to give us second birth. Jesus is more than just a baby. We proclaim all that he is in that rich biblical text from Hark the Herald, Angels Sing.
the shepherds. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Those angels we sung about, those angels who sang glory to God, those, those angels, they had an audience. And it was not in some arena or orchestra hall or even in some church somewhere. It was in the fields outside of Bethlehem. And the audience was poor shepherds. But they were a good audience because they listened. They were awed by it all. They were amazed by it. And they wondered at the message, peace on earth, goodwill to men from heaven's all-gracious king. The message of the angels still comes to us. We, like poor shepherds, we get a wonderful message from the angels. Peace to you from heaven's all-gracious king. Stop for a moment and put down your burdens and rest. Look to the Christ. Listen to the angels. God rest ye merry gentlemen.
the manger. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So the shepherds listened that first Christmas night, but they did more than that. They came. They came to Bethlehem, to that manger, and they worshiped the Christ child. Away in a manger is a precious carol, especially for children, but I think really for all of us. It's got a very interesting history. It's been sung to more than 40 different melodies. Most trace it to a Lutheran layman who wrote it around 1885, but he didn't sign his name to the hymn. He simply called it Luther's Cradle Hymn. But the history of this hymn isn't nearly as important as the words. It's a beautiful song with a childlike, simple description of Jesus sleeping in the manger. It's pure and simple, beautiful. That hymn concludes with a prayer. It's a prayer that we all pray. Be near me, Lord Jesus, I ask thee to stay. Close by me forever and love me, I pray. Bless all the dear children in thy tender care and take us to heaven to live with thee there. What a beautiful Christmas prayer. We sing away in a manger.
the wise men. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and they asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied. For this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. Now someone else is introduced into our Christmas story. Wiseman, magi, astronomers from Babylon or Persia. Because of the great distance they had to travel, maybe 1,500 miles or more, the wise men were not in Bethlehem at the time of Jesus' birth. They got the announcement right away, but they arrived in Bethlehem a little bit later. But they're still part of this story. The first Noel sung by the angels came to the shepherds, but then came the star to the wise men, and they followed that star. It led them, led them to Jerusalem, then to Herod's palace, then to Bethlehem, until it stood over the place where Jesus was. And there they too worshipped him. We sing two verses of this French carol.
gifts of the wise men. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and they worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. We Three Kings is another American carol. It was written in 1855. And it's supposed to be sung during the Epiphany season because it talks about the activity of those wise men. And though the carol sings about three kings, these men who came were not really kings. They were magi, wise men. And we really don't even know if there were three of them. The Bible does not say how many there were. They did bring three, three gifts, however. And that is the key to the wise men. The message they have for us is in the gifts that they brought. They brought gold, a gift for a king, for royalty, because Jesus is our king. They brought frankincense, incense. That's a gift speaking of worship and prayer and incense rising to heaven because Jesus is whom we worship and adore. They brought myrrh, the most unusual gift for a newborn because myrrh is a burial spice. But it is a totally appropriate gift for this newborn baby because Jesus was born to die. He will die for the sins of the whole world and he will be buried. But on the third day, he will rise. The wise men give us another message. They follow a star in order to find that Christ child. And that star has not gone out. It's not disappeared. It still leads wise men and women. It still leads to the Savior. And wise women and men still follow. Wise people find and they worship and they offer gifts, just as we do.
We stand to confess our common faith in the words of the Nicene Creed, page 12 in your bulletin. Together we confess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church, I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life for the world to come. Amen. You may be seated as we gather our offering to the Lord.
Please stand for prayer. Joyfully we come to you in worship this day, Lord God, for you have sent to us your Son, and through him you have saved us. Glory be to you, O God. We stand in awe before the wonder of Jesus' humble birth and declare our gratitude that you have invited us to receive your love. Help us to see in him our true hope, Lord God. Inspire us through the faithful response to your love of those who came to the manger that first Christmas to behold their Savior. May we turn from life's cares to worship and adore him. Help us, O God, to find in Jesus' birth our motivation to live a new life and to share that newness of life with all those around us. Send us forth to love and serve and care for all those whom our lives touch. Renew in us a willingness to show forth the power of your presence in our world. Make us your witnesses to all people. Use our voices to proclaim that Jesus has come. In our words, our thoughts, and our deeds, may Christ be alive. Glory to you in the highest, Lord God, Heavenly Father. And on earth, bring peace among all people. This we pray through the Prince of Peace, your Son, our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For by his incarnation, he has embraced all of humanity and filled the world with good news and great joy. We lift our voices in praise, and we lift our hearts in prayer as we come before you, Lord God, praying. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, in the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples. And he said, take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. This do as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. You may be seated.
Now may this eating and drinking keep and preserve you in the true faith until life everlasting. Go in the Lord's peace and in his joy. Amen. We pray. O Lord, you came to us as a child laid in a manger so long ago. Today, you have come to us as bread and wine, body and blood. Fill us with the joy of your presence and lead us to shine your light in every dark corner of this earth. We pray in the precious name of Jesus, our newborn King. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. We remain standing as we sing our closing carol together, Joy to the World.
Thank you. 